0: big dreams big change what do you want you might dream of changing yourself changing your life or even changing the world but to get there you need the clues welcome to success left a clue from san francisco to singapore this show is the result of a 15-year global journey into unlocking the secrets and living the dream you're dreaming big ready to be big the clues are out there and here's your guide Author of the best-selling, Success Left a Clue, Robert Raymond Riopel. Well, hello and welcome once again, everybody, to Success Left a Clue, the podcast that I do, your host, Robert Raymond Riopel, where as I'm traveling around the world, I notice everyday things, take those things, I put them into clues to success, I deliver them to you through this podcast. Uh, today I'm excited, you know. Um, here it is, episode number one zero zero, the big one hundred. Two years of doing the podcast. Have I been on it every single week? No. Is that okay? Yes. I just. It, it's kind of a side note. Never try and force inspiration. People may wonder why. You know, I got to do it. I got to stay consistent. Whatever it is. But I've learned that if I force inspiration, it doesn't work. So. Did I beat myself up sometimes when I wasn't getting a podcast recorded out there? Absolutely. But then I learned, and this is a whole other story, not even about this podcast, but 100 is so big I might as well give you all these insights. I learned to be okay with that. So here, instead of focusing on that I didn't do it every single week, what am I focused on? I'm hitting 100. And why? Because you, the listener. You, the listener, that's allowed me to be able to get some information out to you in a way that I love which is doing this. I get to do this when I'm traveling around the world. Today, where am I? I happen to be in Malaysia. I'm in Kuala Lumpur. And what's really cool about this one is usually I am only a block and a half away, a block and a half away from the Petronas Towers, the Twin Towers. And, you know, used in the movie Entrapment with, uh, um, oh sure, as soon as I go to say it, The names go out of my head. Never mind. Look up the movie Entrapment. (laughs) And you'll know these towers. They're amazing. Stainless steel and glass. 88 floors tall. Last time I was here in Malaysia, I got to go and tour them finally. Stunning. Well, where I'm located in Malaysia right now, I look out my hotel window and what do I see? A building that is almost complete here in Malaysia. That will be 106 stories tall. 106. So Patrol's Tower is huge at 88. This is 106 stories tall. It looks magnificent. I just look out my window and I can see it. So I'm getting to travel around the world and I'm getting to deliver these clues to you guys. And what's interesting is I talk about how the clues from come from when I'm traveling around the world. Well, this episode's a little different because this episode succession or uh, success left a clue. Episode 100 is called "Passion Is Not Enough," and this one actually hit me right between the eyes. Not from traveling around the world, but from being at home. At home in my own place. And it ties right into what I just recorded for episode number 99. If you've listened to it, awesome. If you haven't, go and listen to it. It's the one titled Gracie May Update. And it talks about how I have a driveway with my new property that's over 200 feet long, over 60 feet wide at the widest place, And with lots of snow this year, our first year winter in the home, lots of snow removal to do. And I've learned instead of dreading it and being upset at it, it becomes something that I've really enjoyed. Because not only do I get a great workout, but I also end up getting some very important, quiet, present time. Where I come back to present and I'm noticing I'm where. And it was doing this that it really hit me. And I knew instantly this was going to be episode number 100. Because those of you who've seen me on stage or if you've listened to my podcast, you know I'm all about passion. Passion is my absolute number one most favorite word in this world. And I've grown up not seeing a lot of it in my life. So that's why it's important to me now. Passion. And I used to believe, look, this is where the lessons come from. I used to believe that having passion was enough to get you through that if you were passionate enough about something, nothing was going to stop you. But there's been times that I struggle. And it wasn't until I was out there, you know, I woke up one morning, and we, my wife and I looked out the window, and we saw that a foot and a half of snow had fallen overnight. A foot and a half. And I knew, man, we're not moving anywhere until we get that snow removed. We've got a full day ahead of us of shoveling all of that. And that's when going out there, this started to come in because I had the passion. I'm going to clear this this um, you know snow. And going out there, And one of the things I was excited about is when we bought the property, we had included in the property of an ATV, a Honda Quad, with a snow plow that can actually attach to the front. And I thought, you know, I'm going to go out there and just plow with this thing. But I learned that if I just go out and plow, sometimes the plow isn't enough. The plow... Uh, you know, doesn't work. For big, heavy snow like this, ideal. But if I only had like a little skiff of snow that went down, the plow wasn't going to work. So I had to use something different, sometimes a shovel. Or if it was cold enough and light enough, I have a backpack blower that I put on, and I can blow the snow, which will do the job. Great for getting in areas where shovels won't get. But that wouldn't work in a foot and a half. Way too much snow to blow. And the plow, as soon as I go out, the first thing that's going to happen is if I just start using it on the front of the quad, I'm going to be packing down snow in tire tracks, which is going to be harder to clear and chip later. So all of a sudden, that's when it hit me. Passion is part of the equation, but it's not the whole equation. It's about the tools that you use. And what not just with the tools that you use, but the question is, do you know how to write them? or write them, how to use them? Have you developed the skills? Because if I didn't know how to drive the quad, having the plow on it would do me nothing. If I didn't know how to start and operate the backpack blower, it would do nothing for me. If I didn't know the proper way to use a shovel, I would just get stressed out. And think of this, if I went out and I'm passionate, and I'm going to go and I'm going to take that shovel, and I'm going to hand shovel all of this snow, not only would I have worn myself out i would have been tired i got frustrated, i would have got frustrated because when you're hand shoveling and it's a foot and a half deep you got to throw it somewhere and if you're constantly having to throw it it's going to th- only go a couple feet away from you so the next time you get closer to it it's going to be a bigger pile now you got more you have to hand shovel so that wouldn't have worked so that's why you've got to not only know how to use the right tools you've got to know when to use the right tools all right so let's dive deeper into this say you want to travel and you want to go from uh, where you live to somewhere in another country across the ocean. You're not going to just be able to walk there or drive there. So maybe you start by walking. You walk to a vehicle. A vehicle you drive to, an airplane. An airplane flies you over. From an airplane, you hop into a taxi. Maybe the taxi puts you on a ferry to get you to another part. So you're using different tools to accomplish You have the passion to get to where you want to go. So you see the goal, you see it clearly, you know where you want to be, but what is it going to take to get there? And so let's break it down for how I shoveled um, the the driveway that day. And actually, first of all, I didn't try and do it on my own. Another great principle that I realized because, yeah, did I start trying to do it on my own? Absolutely. And I started with a snowblower, borrowed it from my brother-in-law. So it you know it goes on wheels and what it does the power of it is as it the augers grab the snow it tosses it many feet away 20 30 40 feet away in the direction you want you can change the direction so you can throw the snow where you want to throw it So I started with that to start really clearing an area where then we could get the quad with the snow plow in to do an effective plowing job So I started with that And because I'd never used a snowblower before, I didn't just go at it. I ended up taking a few moments, acquiring the knowledge, how do I use it properly? How do the levers work? I called my brother-in-law. How do I start it properly? How do, What's the best way to most efficiently use it? Because when I started, and it's got power wheels and all of this to make it work, well, I was jumpy. I was pushing it too hard like a new person driving a car. You touch the accelerator um, too hard. All of a sudden, the car jumps. You get freaked out. You let it go. It stops, and you become herky chirky. Mm, mm, mm. So that's how it started a bit until I actually developed the skills to become very efficient at it. I started with that tool, and once I got going with it, I knew I couldn't use it around the vehicles. So that's where I got the shovel out. And I started shoveling around the vehicles. I didn't worry about getting every piece of snow. You know, some people may uh, uh, claim that my wife and I have something called OCD. And it's not obsessive-compulsive disorder in this example. is obsessive-compulsive driveway. <laughs> we want the driveway to be clear. We don't want to drive on it and leave tracks until it's clear, because we know that. Anyway, we have a specific way we want the driveway to work. So I normally would have tried in the beginning to get every little flake of snow off. And it's snowing while we're doing this still, so that's impossible. But my mind told me, hey, I could do it, I should do it, I might want to do it, whatever it is. The mind does what the mind does. So with the shovel, what I've learned is you get enough, and you get it where you can, and then you go to the backpack blower. And because once you've cleared the majority, now any little dusting of snow that's left there, that thing will just take care of it. It gets under the vehicles. It gets around the vehicles. Actually, I cleared off the vehicles. So it's the right job, um, the right tool for the job there. And again, you may be wondering, what does all this have to do with my life, my success? Well, ladies and gentlemen, where in your life are you just trying to be passionate about going forward without learning the skills, without finding the experts? Remember another podcast, 3 Two, one, rich. Have three um, coaches in your life. Two mentors in your life. Be part of one mastermind. You do this and you will be rich in all areas of your life. So instead of trying to do it yourself, you make sure you utilize and you get the knowledge. Be willing to pay for the knowledge it takes to get you to the next level. So I got enough cleared that then my wife comes out, hops on the quad, and she starts the plowing. She's doing letting the workhorse of the quad do the bulk of the moving of the most of the snow. And so now we're tag teaming. Again, I started doing it on my own, but knowing doing it on my own would be a lot harder. I allowed, and I, you know, my wife, she just jumped on it. We don't even have to ask each other because we know the power of working together. She hops on, she starts clearing. And so now I'm switching between, while she's plowing, she's using the quad full on, going down the driveway, pushing it strip by strip, closer to the edge, closer to the edge, Moving it up and not just going to the end of the driveway, going over it, because of course we get a lot of snow. If we just went to the end of the driveway, also that next couple days that gets hard. It snows again. I can't push it as far, so we go off the property. And again, how many times? Think of the lesson here. How many times do you do just enough, just enough to get by, where with a little bit more effort, if you've done just a little bit more, it would have made your journey later on down the road a lot easier. I hope you're getting these nuggets, these clues to success. I hope you get them, and I hope you use them. So she's doing that, and I'm constantly switching now between the snowblower, the shovel, and the backpack. Snowblower, the shovel, and the backpack blower. And I'm doing all the detailing, all the little stuff. I'm going through the dog area, um, the back deck where we take our pet pig, Gracie May, down. I have to use the snowblower to blow, or, you know, the backpack blower to blow her ramp off. You can't get a shovel in there. You can't get the snow blower in there. You definitely can't get the quad in there. So again, the right tool for the right job. And we're doing this, and it takes us all day because, again, while we're doing it and we're getting the bulk of it away, it's still snowing. And I know the question just came up. Well, Robert, then why wouldn't you just wait for it to quit snowing before you even freaking start clearing? Well, because that foot and a half of snow could have turned into two feet easily. So we got the heavy work done. So all of a sudden, the upkeep became a lot easier. I hope you're getting this. I hope you're understanding this. And then all of a sudden, as we're going along, we're tired. We've been going. And we've just been like at it, getting it done. And it's looking awesome. And we're excited. But it frustrated at the same time and that's when another lesson came in because as we're doing this it's not only you know still snowing and dusting and we're going over it it all of a sudden became dark out so we quit for the night woke up the next morning and there's a little bit more snow and so easy enough to clear this one it only took about 20 minutes i put the backpack blower on and it's done but all of a sudden i'm frustrated Because from all of the work we did the day before, there's a lot of snow that's um, still on there that I can't get with the shovel, can't get with the snowblower or the backpack or the quad. And it was created by the quad's tires, leaving tracks, compressing snow. Even though um, we got the majority of snow out, there's still some. And getting in there with the scraper was a lot of hard work. And I'm tired. My muscles are sore. I did a great workout the day before. Sun's coming up. Beautiful warm day starting to happen. And all of a sudden it hit me. What do we do when we're so passionate? We think we have to get it all done. And we have to have it perfect. Without realizing, let's use one of the greatest gifts out there. And that's the power of nature. The power of just letting it go. And allow nature to assist you. You see, my driveway is blacktop, pavement, asphalt. So when the sun starts coming out, because we cleared the majority of the snow, all of a sudden the sun's hitting that black top, that asphalt, and it's warming it up. And what does that do? It starts melting the little bit of compressed snow that's there. I could have spent all the rest of that day out there scraping, shoveling, scraping, moving to the side, scraping, frustrated, scraping, getting to the side. Or I could have stepped back and said, you know what? Nature, go ahead and help me. I've put in my work. I've done what I can do. And now time means just stepping back and letting nature do what nature does so well. Within the next few hours, the the driveway had no snow on it. It was wet in areas where it melted the snow. Sure, was there a little bit of ice here and there? Absolutely. Was that a lot easier to take care of? You bet. And so, ladies and gentlemen, episode 100, think about it. Having passion is awesome. I love passion. I'm all about passion. And it only took a little while for me to realize that passion isn't enough. Allow others to help you. Allow nature to help you. But also make sure, use the right tools. Use the right tools. If you're not as successful as you'd like to be and you've got great products and services, and they're not being put out there, and people aren't buying them as much as you'd like, then you need to learn more or get better marketing done. Learn how to do it or get someone to assist you in doing it. Use the right tool for the job and watch how that concept mixed with your passion will make your life a whole lot easier, my friends. So you guys are awesome. And I want to wrap, wrap episode up, get my mouth working first, wrap episode number 100 up with saying, remember, always live with passion. That's how I sign off from everything. But I'm going to add to it today. Always live with passion and use the right tools. Be willing to commit to developing those tools inside of you, being aware of when just trying to muscle through passion your way through it isn't enough. Is there a way that you can do it with a lot more elegance, ease, and grace? And do that. And to help you with that, the next episode is going to be episode 101 Meditation versus Medication. I'll say that again Meditation versus Medication. That'll be the next episode. Thank you so much. You're amazing. Check out successleftaclue.com. Rate us on iTunes on um, Google Play, wherever you do your, your podcast downloads from. Rate us, leave comments. We appreciate you. Check out my book, Success Left a Clue. And get ready because a new book is coming called The Authority Key. So, Robert Raymond Rielpel, Milestone, Episode 100, Success Left a Clue. You're awesome and I look forward to having you listen to that next episode. Thank you very much. Have an awesome day. You've been listening to Success Left a Clue with Robert Raymond Riabelle. Are you moving closer to your dreams? Find further support in program notes and helpful links online at successleftaclue.com. Transform your dreams into reality. Join us again for the next episode of Success Left a Clue.